0: Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time.
1: Welcome to episode 4 of the Freedom to Coach podcast. How exciting. And we're talking today all about content creation and more so about repurposing content you already have because that is the beauty of content, right? You've created something so you can use it in so many other ways and areas. Everything you create, any value you put out into the world, it's not there just once and that's it, right?
0: Mm, Absolutely. So we're looking at repurposing the content that you already have specifically for use on your socials. So before we get into that, I just want to touch on some things that we've spoken about in previous episodes. So as far as social media goes, it should not be your main platform. Now, we did an episode um, a few or about a month ago now, I think, Um, About websites for coaches. And in it, we spoke ad nauseum about how important it is to have a website because your social media platform, the rug can basically be pulled out from under you at any time for any reason. So if you want to know a bit more about that, go back and check out episode two. But basically, the best way to get started with a social media platform is to, or with social media in your coaching business is to really choose two to three platforms and do them well, rather than trying to cover everything, doing Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube pick two or three and just really focus on them because you've only got limited time and you want to make the biggest impact that you can. And of course, platforms that you choose will be really dependent on your target audience. So depending on who they are, if they're mums, for example, then, or mums of young children, then you might find that Facebook and Instagram are their favourite platforms. And they're more likely to be online um, after school drop off, or, you know, after play group, that sort of thing. So that comes back to knowing your um, target
1: market. So make sure when you're choosing your platforms, of course, it's the ones where your target audience are. And, you know, you know, your, you know your audience really well, you know your people. So you're going to have some idea as to when they're actively using platforms. But of course, Social media platforms have things like analytics that tell us when your audience is active, right? Absolutely. So if you want some more clarity around that, make sure you're using your analytics to see the times that they're more active, less active, because, of course, you want your posts to be going up at the time that they're on the platform, right? It's more likely they'll see it at that time rather than later. They may have a feed full of so many other, you know, friends and businesses and all sorts of things, and you may miss being filtered through their feed. So make sure you are posting when they're most active.
0: Yeah, and you also want to ensure that you also are on the platform yourself around that time too. So Mm. if people comment, on the post that you're there to be able to respond. Now in saying this, we do not want you to be jumping on the social media platform several times a day when your people are on so you can respond, Mm -mm. but just one time a day that, you know, makes the most sense. So you can get on, answer everyone's questions or respond to everyone's comments and then get off. And then that's Mm -hmm. it for the day. Because, you know, you you don't want to keep running to social media. It can be an amazing time waster. And that's not what we want for our businesses. We want to keep moving our businesses forward, not getting stuck in the endless scroll. So you need to pick your platforms. You need to work out when you're going to post and you need to work out how often you're going to post. Now, that, again, is a personal thing. That's another thing that... um, is dependent on you and how much time you've got available. Um, some people say that you should post every day. Some people say you should post twice a day. Some people say you should post twice a week. It's really about trying, testing, and like Gemma said, checking your analytics and seeing how you're going with it. But the most, again, the most important thing is do something that's realistic and manageable for you. Don't create a lofty goal in this that you're going to post five times a day and then not get anything else done. The next thing to be aware of goes back to our marketing um, episode that we did, which was episode number three, which is what's your goal for the week or the month? Is your goal for that particular week to boost sales? Or is it just brand awareness? Or are you promoting a new product or service? Do you have a theme that you're working through? Some people like to pick a theme for each month of the year. And so all of their content relates to that. So that is something really important to think about. So the different types of content that you can have, of course, there's videos. Webinar or webinars or online training um, sessions that you've done, blog posts, of course, podcasts, email newsletters, the content from your website, you can always repurpose that to use in your socials. And if you've written any ebooks or you've got any particular online course materials that could be really useful. Or relevant to your goal for that particular week or
1: month so before we get into speaking about the types of content you can repurpose I want to talk a a little bit more about socials in a way of I, I guess a reminder of what social media is there for so I think a lot of people forget The the whole concept of it, you know, originally why they were created was to bring people together, right? A a social network is what it's called and people go on there to socialise. Of course, once the platforms grew, it all became about the ads, right? That was only Mm -hmm. going to be the inevitable. So I was actually chatting to you the other day, Mick, remember, and you said to me, like, I have had enough of i linked in at the moment because everyone is fucking selling shit to me
0: absolutely and this everyone that reaches out to connect just wants to sell something
1: exactly exactly so i really want to you know reiterate for everyone there especially coaches because i know you're in the mindset of you know making offers and growing your businesses and everything but please make sure that social media, I learned this many moons ago, sort of has that 80-20 rule. So, your socials are about value. They're about your content. They're about connecting. They're not about selling, 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 selling. So, Mm. most of the time, what you want to be doing is educating, teaching, informing, all of those things. And of course, being fun or entertaining based on, you know, you and your, your brand and your personal brand and what you're like. If you're a fun person, make sure you're putting fun things out there, right? If you love to tell jokes, make sure you're doing that as well. So you want that beautiful mix of personal things about you, about your business, educating, and then every now and then something fails Because if if you're on there smashing the salesy stuff, one, no one's going to buy anything from you. And two, they they, they may unfollow you and unfriend you because they're not there to be sold to, you know. So just be really mindful of all of that as well before you go repurposing your content in a way of sell, sell, sell. And especially when you make a new connection, don't just jump straight in there and sell to that person.
0: Yes. Hallelujah. (laughs) Sorry, it's really been getting on my goat lately. It
1: it really has, just just so you know. (laughs) But what's interesting, though, side note, is because I'm getting it a lot too, but the people that are jumping in my inbox and selling to me, it's not even in a personal way because Mm. I've got people that are trying to sell me stuff that I do in my business. You know, and and you're thinking, okay, one, you've connected with me, two, have you even read my profile? Like, do you know what I do? You know, like I've had, I don't know, copywriting people saying, hey, you know, I do copywriting. Do you need any copywriting help? I'm like, what's happening here? I'm a bit confused, you know? And so it, even if you are... Doing a bit of a sell, my goodness, get it right. Make it personal because all of these are probably just coming through automations or whatever, and you will lose clients like you, you won't believe. And remember, you're a coach to help people, right? We're changing one mind at a time. Your job is to help, not to, I don't know, sell and scare people away. So don't get too carried away by selling on social media in that sense. People want your help, so give it to them. Educate them. Tell them things they don't know. That's when they'll come to you.
0: That's it. If you're going to reach out to somebody through a direct message or LinkedIn mail or whatever it is, do not use a copy and paste template because I have exactly the same thing as Gemma. You know, I have people, I want to teach you to be more productive or I teach coaches to be more productive. It's like... I'm a productivity coach. I don't need that. Thank you very much, you know, or I help coaches set up their online programs. It's like, well, if you'd read my profile, you'd see that that's why we have freedom to coach, you know. I'm Oh, a,
1: yes, I'm getting, I'm getting those too. Freedom to coach. Like
0: that's what we do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm getting those too. Do you need help, you know, growing your coaching business? No.
0: <laughs> yep, got that. Under control. Thanks very Forded. much. <laughs> So, yeah, don't get a VA and get them just to email a template up to all of your contacts. That is not what you want. You want to connect personally with people. And I've actually had a lot of social media um, experts tell me that the best way to do it is to start a conversation with someone. So if you put up a blog, uh, not a blog post, sorry, if you put up a social media post and someone comments on it, Then you comment back and then, you know, you can start a conversation around that and then you could move the conversation to a DM. If you've got something you want to offer them, don't try and sell to them, offer something free, like your lead magnet, you know. Amy Porterfield talks a lot about this too and she's got a lot of great podcasts around this. But it's if someone comments on a particular post about something that you have a free lead magnet about, then in the DM you could go, hey, I saw that you were commenting on this. I just thought this might be of interest to you. Here's the link if you'd like to learn more. You yeah. Know, it's not selling. It's just offering help. It's offering yeah. value. That's what you want to do. You need to nurture the relationship. You don't send out a template and just slap the same thing out to everyone and, you know, there's no connection there. There's It's impossible to build the know, like, and trust factor mm-hmm. if it's just cookie cutter coming off the production line. Absolutely. Yeah, and like as we always say, you are changing the world one mind at a time. You have to connect with that mind. You have to create a relationship with that mind. And being a coach too, you have to create trust is the most important part. And someone's not going to trust you if you're connecting, trying to sell them something, and it's really, really obvious that you have not spent the time getting to know them or at least reading their profile. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Absolutely. Okay. And <laughs> rant over. And we will be rant covering over. this in a further podcast down the line, uh, which I can't wait to record. But... You know, it's also about what you're putting in these posts, you know. Of course, now don't get me wrong, if you're repurposing content, you're repurposing what you already have. But it's also not quite, you know, a copy and paste situation because Mm. the way you want a post to go sort of has three stages, you know. So I always like to, you know, you want to start with that, I guess, capture you know, so ask a question or grab attention for your first line. Then you can do the repurposing, which most likely is going to be, you know, your teaching and your educating part of it, you know, or you're connecting because it could be a story you're telling, right? And then you always finish with a call to action no matter what. So we will be doing an amazing podcast on copywriting for coaches. So please. Please keep your eyes out but when you are repurposing you're sort of repurposing in between a you know a beginning and an end you know so think of it like your introduction your repurpose and your end and your intro is a question grab attention your repurpose and then your ending is your call to action because you never want to leave your audience hanging and Remember, social media is about engagement, right? So you want to say things to them like, tell me what you think, comment below, has this ever happened to you? I want to hear what you have to say. You know, those sorts of call to actions so they know, oh, yeah, I want to comment on this. And then you're getting that, you know, social engagement. And more to that, you don't (laughs) just want that there for no reason, Your social media platforms are seeing that. Your LinkedIn, your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever. They're seeing, oh, look, this post is getting some traction. So what do they do? They push it in the algorithm out to more people. So it's a win-win situation. You're not just there to have people connecting and talking and engaging for no reason. It is that little motive behind it. It is going to help your feed. It's going to push it out to more people. And not too long ago, there was a bit of an algorithm change, leak, whatever, that said when when someone does see your profile, you do supposedly stay within their feed for the next two weeks. So that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Once you, someone new has found you, you will be popping up in, in their feed for at least two weeks. That's my and rant that really,
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that really speaks to the point that, you know, So it is important to have meaningful posts, not just slap something up there and just leave it. You know, you do need something meaningful. You know, again, you're building the know, like and trust factor and you're a coach, so the trust factor is really important. So, yeah, don't decide to do five posts a week and just kind of, Concentrate on two and have three that are just rubbish. Like it's important if you're going to do it, do what you do well. Mm -hmm. So, when you are repurposing your content, there's various different ways you can do it. So, you could write a Facebook post, you could do a Facebook live, you could write an Instagram post, do an Instagram video or stories. Um, if you're on LinkedIn, again, a post or a video, LinkedIn also uh, you have the ability to write a post on the platform, which I believe if you write the post on your LinkedIn profile rather than linking it from your website, I think LinkedIn like it better. If you write it directly on their platform, you can you can copy and paste it from your um own website onto the platform so you know they're the different ways that you can use the social media so you've got your posts you've got your videos and in the case of LinkedIn you've got the opportunity to write a full blog oh, and one other thing too um don't be afraid to share testimonials on your social media but rather than just share the testimonial It's an opportunity to talk a little bit about what you did for the person. Mm. So you can say, you know, I worked with so-and-so to do this and this is what they thought of it. Or you could have the testimonial appear on a tile in words and then in your caption is where you talk about the work that you did so that people get an idea of how you can service them, the things that you offer, how you work with people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's of course, you don't want to get on there and toot your own horn, but at the same time, you do want to show, you know, your social media following how you are helping other people, right, because that's also important. But don't overdo it, of course, you know, but you do want that in there. It's it's the same of, of having testimonials and things on your website. You know, people do like to see that sort of stuff. So every now and then definitely post about it. For sure. And if you've already got that testimonial somewhere on your website, you're repurposing your content, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, I guess, Mick, let's talk now about, so how do we repurpose content? So, if we take, say, for example, in one month, you've got two blog posts and a newsletter, right? How can I repurpose that throughout my social media platforms
0: okay well as you mentioned earlier generally when you write a blog post you make a few points inside of it so you might have your introduction then you've got a few points that you're getting across to your audience or lessons that you're teaching um, and then obviously you've got the conclusion so what you can do is you can pull that blog blog post apart and take each of those points and use them to create your social media tile, or you know it could be a tip that you use, or you could write, or you could record a short video around it, using quotes as well. If you you know somehow you sometimes you throw a really good line in the blog post, and you're like, oh that was really good, can't believe I wrote that. That's something that you can put in. You can put that on a tile in your social media feed and then in the caption write a bit about that expand upon it what it was about
1: yeah absolutely you know and that's already you know i mean if you're post say you're doing five posts a week right monday to friday so that you know that's five and of course you're not going to be doing different posts across all three of your social medias right yes you- no use the exact same post that you're doing on all three at one time, okay, because otherwise things are going to get majorly out of hand. But from that one blog post, you've got at least two weeks worth of social medias, posts, just like what Mick said, there's so many different ways you can repurpose that. You're not just getting a paragraph and copy and pasting it over. Yes, you can do that, for sure that could already be 10 posts within the one right but there's so much more you can expand from that
0: mm. and jemmy you mentioned a moment ago about using the same content across the platforms what i normally recommend with my clients is that you pick the platform that you get the most traction on and then you write your content to that platform So then if you're going to reuse it across everything else, write it to the platform that gets the most traction and then just send it out to the other platforms. And while we're on this particular topic, I highly recommend using a social media scheduler. As a productivity coach, as a business coach, as someone who just wants to take a step back from the digital world a bit and not constantly always be switched on, it is much better for you to use a social media scheduler. We um, particularly use later. I I use it in my business. I think, Jim, you use it in yours as well. Mm -hmm. And we use it for freedom to coach. So we can schedule across different platforms and we can do the whole month's worth in one sitting and have Mm. that there ready to go. So then, the only thing you need to do is your daily habit of jumping on to answer comments and respond Mm -hmm. to questions and messages.
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And I, I couldn't recommend that anymore at, at all. You know, if, if you're repurposing, you can sit down and do a month's worth of content in one go easy. You can do more, you can do two months if you wanted. And from there, on top of your, you know, 10 minute daily habit, that's when on top of that, you know, that's when you can do a live three times a week, right? And and do all of that, but your daily post or however often per week you're posting, that's already there. It's gone. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll come up no matter what. And it's kind of fun, right? Because if I posted something three weeks ago, and then I see it pop up when I do my daily check of social media, I'm like, yeah, right it's fun to sort of see it and remember it but you know don't wait until all that time because if you're working with a client if you've got ideas you know make sure to write them down jot them down so you're going to have even more content to post in your next sitting you know um, from something that's happened so don't forget sort of important stuff as well.
0: Mm. I actually use um, a Trello board So every time I come up with a new idea and I think, oh, that's something I want to add to my social media for next month, I just jump on Trello on the particular social media ideas board, create a new card, and whack it, the content in there. And I get ideas from podcasts that I'm listening to. Often I'll include a quote from one of my mentors or just someone I heard on a podcast if they said something really meaningful that is really relevant to my business and my audience and even, you know, what I'm working on at the moment, what the theme of my month is or anything like that, I'll just jump in and pop it on the card. Also when I go walking every morning I get lots and lots of ideas. So I'll just record a voice memo when I get back to the office. I actually do this once a week. Um, On Friday, it's part of my weekly wind-up habit I'll go through all of my voice memos and copy them over to the Trello board for the social media cards or wherever else they go, depending on what other specific ideas I had. So, yeah, it's really it's a really good idea to have a place to collect all of those because how brilliant would it be if you were to sit down to write your social media content and you find that you've got way more than what you actually need? Instead of sitting there going, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? You know, you've kind of pulled apart your blog post and used that as much as you can. If you've got a whole, you know, library of fillers, things that are still relevant that you can use in between your other more meaningful posts, then, you know, you're on a winner. It's just going to make it happen so much faster for you and it's it's just going to feel so much better. Oh,
1: for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, to even take that further, then, you know, you're sitting down in your monthly, let's say, three hours allocated time, you know, however long it takes. Well, you know, for example, if you do have three hours there, you're sitting down, you've got stuff ready to go. So you're not going to, you know, have the procrastination come in, sit there and give yourself excuses. She's like, oh, I can't think of anything. And oh, I don't know. You know, it's already there, ready to go. So you can sit there in that time block constrain and get it done
0: it's also really good to be a bit personal in your social media like Mm. don't be afraid to take photos of you that are candid or with your family or with your dog you know because again if you're working with clients they want to get to know you to some degree they need to build that connection so you know a photo of you out walking or with you sitting at your kids soccer game or you know lounging on the couch with the dog watching the olympics which is what i was doing yesterday (laughs) don't be afraid to take those kind of photos and to use them as well just not all the time
1: oh yeah for sure absolutely you know, so always always put those out, out there. You, you need to, you know, otherwise you sort of become just like a robotic business person that, you know, doesn't have anything outside of their life, you know. It really is about combining the two, your personal life, your business life, and then they do. They, they want to see random pictures of you, you know, I don't know, doing anything or your cat sitting at your computer doing your work for you, you know, all of <laughs> All of that fun stuff that just makes you you. And, yeah, so do it. Put it out there. Don't be afraid. Be seen. Now, in saying all of that, just remember if you're sitting there, you know, in your, in your time, ready to post uh, or ready to, you know, um, put your posts together and schedule it for the month and you start to feel shit right and you know the feeling I'm talking about especially is mm. right
0: that one that you're like I think I'm, just, I'm starting to step outside my comfort zone here there it is yeah. and you, you know
1: I know we all know as coaches we know what our brain is going to do at this point don't do this. Don't post stuff about yourself. Don't let other people see you. You know, people are going to comment. People are going to see what you're doing. You know, you're being too daring. You're clearly going to die. Just, you know, pay attention. <laughs> of course, you. we're all coaches, we know. So when you start to feel like shit, just listen to your body and, and you know, pay attention. Like, oh, hang on. There's that feeling. What am I thinking? You know, and just... What you thought about on your morning walk that you wrote down, or you know, that awesome thing you did with your client and you wrote about, you know, what you've written in your blog post, just know that that is right and put it out there because the world they do want to see it, and if they don't, they don't. But you're there creating that value, and just remember, feel that fear and write it anyway, just put it out there. Don't let the feeling, you know, don't let that fear feeling get in the way. And just remember that if you are feeling that, nothing's gone wrong. Nothing has gone wrong at all. You are going to have that feeling no matter what. And it's
0: okay. Embrace the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we've covered a whole heap of different things in this episode. So the things that I'd really like you to remember and to take away are stick to two to three platforms, pick two or three and do them well. Use a scheduler. You don't want to sit there all day putting up posts or doing, you don't also want to just do posts randomly Mm. because Creating content randomly throughout the day its not an efficient use of your time. It mm-hmm. might sound like a fabulous idea and, oh, I've got this inspiration, I want to share it. But that's eating into time that you had scheduled for something else. Really pay attention to your customer and use your analytics to decide when you're going to post and how often you're going to post. Think about what your goal is for each week or month and try and keep your posts relevant. That said, it's fine to have some fun things in between, mm. but your most meaningful posts, you want to have them relevant to whatever it is that you're focusing on for that week or that month.
1: And also don't, don't overthink it, right? It's, it's social media. It's a social platform that you're there to have some fun, educate, inform, and connect with people. So don't overthink it. And if you feel like shit when you're doing it,
0: do it anyway. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.